Welcome to Follow, a Latter-day Saint Scripture Poetry Podcast. My name is Mary Jane Rice. Thank you for joining me today. The reading this week is Acts chapters 10 through 15. The poem I'm sharing today was inspired by the falling out between Paul and another missionary named John Mark, as recorded in Acts chapter 15, verses 36 through 40. If you'd like to read along, you can find this poem on my website at maryjanerice.com. Let's begin. Mark, a fellow laborer. You might think I'd be angry, still hold it against him, our bitter division on Cyprus when I left the mission early, his refusal to welcome me when I repented and returned. Paul should know better than anyone the need for mercy to the undeserving. But he is the same man he ever was, seared by certitude, driven by duty, anguished at the thought of losing a single soul. So he was a little slow to trust. Who am I to hold a grudge against a man so given to God that he aims to persuade the world? This poem is written from the point of view of John Mark, who was one of a group of missionaries that included Barnabas and Paul. From what I've read, John Mark was not the same as John the Beloved, but rather the author of the Gospel of Mark. Mark leaves this mission early and returns to Jerusalem. This leads to conflict later when Barnabas wants Mark to rejoin the group, but Paul objects pretty strenuously, so they end up going their separate ways. The scriptures themselves don't specify what the argument was precisely about, but there are different lines of speculation. Some say Mark was afraid of persecution and had a difficult time, and Paul felt like he wasn't as committed as he needed to be when he came back. I read a blog post by Edward L. Bromfield, who is just some smart guy I found on the internet, that explored different ideas about why Mark might have left and why Paul seemed so unforgiving when he came back. I'll include a link to his blog post in the show notes. Bromfield posits that Mark may have withdrawn because he disagreed with what Paul was doing, um, specifically with Paul wanting to baptize Gentiles without requiring that they be circumcised first. Remember that initially there was some controversy among even faithful disciples of different opinions about what to do on that front. Whatever the reason, I found these small mentions of internal conflict interesting because I think we tend to lionize church leaders both past and present. Sometimes it seems like they are so good that they never do anything wrong or that they all agree and get along with each other all the time. But we see with both early saints and during the restoration period, and even today, that even very spiritual people are subject to the same difficulties of hot tempers and hurt feelings that we all experience. And sometimes they just have honest disagreements about how things should be done. I think this story also illustrates how passionate Paul always was. Maybe he felt like he had almost lost his soul before his conversion, so he wasn't going to waste time or risk not fulfilling his mission to the Gentiles or fulfilling a call that came directly from Jesus Christ. His strong testimony was admirable, but it must have been trying sometimes 
when other disciples thought he was pushing too close to the edge of what was acceptable. Now I'll pivot to a little poetry analysis here. This poem ends in a question. You'll note that the last week's poem also ended in a question. I had a mentor once who recommended against asking questions in poetry because if overused, it can get in the way of using imagery to convey your ideas, replacing those images, those concrete images with abstract questions. Um, I use the question here as a rhetorical device to show that Mark recognizes Paul's difficult personality, but has come to terms with it and, and is ready to forgive him. I think that it works coming in his voice, but I generally do try to avoid using direct questions too often. And there may have been a better way to do it in this poem, but this is what I chose. Now I'll read the poem for you again. Mark, a fellow laborer. You might think I'd be angry, still hold it against him, our bitter division on Cyprus when I left the mission early, his refusal to welcome me when I repented and returned. Paul should know better than anyone the need for mercy to the undeserving. But he is the same man he ever was, seared by certitude, driven by duty, anguished at the thought of losing a single soul. So he was a little slow to trust. Who am I to hold a grudge against a man so given to God that he aims to persuade the world? That's all for today. You can find more of my poetry at facebook.com slash latterdaysaintpoetry or visit maryjanerice.com. That's M-E-R-R-I-J-A-N-E rice.com. My contact information is in the show notes along with a link to the blog post I mentioned earlier. Thank you for listening. May your time spent in the scriptures this week be rewarding.